1: I have my big fear list, and then I have my small fear list, and that's that's lower for me. Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, a lot of things been moved onto that big fear list this week. If I'm gonna be honest. Ooh,
0: fun! A little bit of a, a rearranging, yeah, perhaps in the fear list. Yeah. Ooh, we should make a tier list, but for your fears.
1: And I'll just send it to my therapist <laughs> as my add yeah. that, as one of the slides <laughs> to my uh, PowerPoint introduction for new therapists.
0: Right. <laughs> we go live on twitch.tv <laughs> slash into the twilight and make a fucking tier list of your fears.
1: Yeah, S tier, <laughs> abandonment. Birds, also probably pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson's pasta, probably also like mid
0: probably mid for sure yeah. i think it's reasonable
1: <laughs> <laughs> running into stephanie meyer when she's learning more about washington state high
0: high so high
1: very high yeah. <laughs> having to be in a room while el james reads me her new sexy writing very high <laughs> Yep. But those are the fun ones, you know, not the ones that I save for my therapist.
0: Yeah, not like the real trauma. You right. know.
1: not the ones that are like sad. Yeah, those ones are just like the fun, you know, just like the fun jokes.
0: I would argue there's there's a, enough fun fears to to fill out a, a tier list.
1: Oh my god, a hundred percent.
0: I think I think your your mind is capable of so many
1: <laughs> so many
0: <laughs> joke fears that are actually real. <laughs>
1: I I would argue that my brain is only filled with those.
0: This is also true.
1: (laughs) When I look at the little file folders in my brain, I think almost all of them are are fierce. Yeah. Welcome to Into the Fearscape. I'm Jigsaw, and that's, (laughs) I don't know another, that's Michael Myers.
0: Great. Cool.
1: Great. How are you?
0: (laughs) i'm here i'm living i'm vibing we got that that good saturday energy here with us today yeah. it, the, the spirit of saturday is here in the room with us today <laughs> one could say i've been watching a lot of shows as you know what and i have one that i think maybe got a little bit under the radar but it just finished so it's perfect to binge perhaps
1: it's called Glee. Right. <laughs> <Can't>
0: you imagine? <laughs> I fucking brought up Glee. Y'all heard of this? Heard of this? <laughs> this <laughs> underseen gem, Glee. <laughs> it's no, I'm not recommending Glee, and I never will. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm talking about Next Level Chef.
1: What the fuck is this?
0: Exactly. Thank you. It's it's a show that just finished. It is Fox's new competition cooking. Show. Oh,
1: ho, ho. Cody's up Gordon Ramsay's ass again.
0: I, listen, I'm never <laughs> not up Gordon Ramsay's ass, and you know that, okay? First of all. Second of all, I like to appreciate he's doing a little new venture, even though there's one lost mystery season of MasterChef Junior that we're just never going to see. B- besides that.
1: that keeps you up at night.
0: It keeps me, I'm sweating all the time. Where is it? These kids are probably like 15 now. Please, just get in the win. <laughs> okay, let me tell you about Next Level Chef. Please. We got Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. We got um, fucking the dude from Top Chef, Richard Blaze. We also got, um, I think her name's Aisha.
1: We have one woman.
0: Right. We have one woman. <laughs> but it is a competition, not just for the contestants, but for the judges themselves, too. Oh, so shit. They build teams, much like The Voice. They're all split into different categories. Like they have professional chefs, they have home chefs, and they have like social media chefs. Oh, um, oh All okay. on the same little thing. And they like draft teams essentially and do all these different challenges. But what is even cooler about this is the whole whole actual concept of how they do cooking is completely different. Like they built this giant fucking, essentially this building of three floors with a, a fancy little elevator in them. One at the top is the top, the best place you could cook. It has everything you could possibly need. It's very nice, whatever. And then the middle and then the bottom is, like, the worst, right? You have, like, a little shittier of a situation as you go down. So there's three little... And they also have this moving little food elevator of drops. So, like, they have all the ingredients there. The people at the top get it first. They, like, run to this moving platter, grab everything they get. They have, like, 30 seconds or some shit. And then it goes down. And then each... And whatever's left, the other people have to, like, go and grab.
1: This sounds cool as fuck. It's so
0: cool. And, like, it's just, like a totally different like i and i'm a i'm a sucker for any of those food reality shows but this is the only one that's like actually what if we changed the form what if we just built a whole new weird structure right and made a whole show based on that
1: yeah what if we took a fucking chopped in america's uh there, there's one on food network about like home chefs but then we also mixed mm. it with uh ninja warrior <laughs> like this is so yeah, cool looking. exactly
0: yeah it's awesome
1: Whoa. I feel like, honestly, now that I see the promotional image, that I saw a billboard for it. And that's not how you promote these cool things to me.
0: Yeah. I will say, too, it has the worst intro of any television show I've ever seen in a a long time it's like all it's you can tell that Gore Ramsey's like I want us to look so cool and it's like I'm just like posing in front of this big building or whatever and this all these glass windows and everything's like black and white but also like selective color it's awful it's so bad and like the text is terrible like the actual logo of it is bad
1: sweet I'm so excited now
0: (laughs) yes hell yeah uh how are you doing my friend
1: oh I'm doing um I'm very tired but this is, and I feel like if I went back each year at around this time, I would have said the same thing. But we are now hitting the time here in uh, in Washington where we are having six o'clock sunsets, and yeah. which means that I don't, I actually don't have depression anymore. My. <laughs> According to the weather, I actually can toss out my antidepressants. I don't need them. I'm just, I'm good now. Yeah,
0: throw them away. Don't eat them. Flush them um. down the toilet.
1: <laughs> The fish can have them. Um, I, it's just, <laughs> I missed sunlight so desperately. Um, and I'm getting to the point where, like, the next six months I can feel happy again because there's light, which is nice, so... That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. I, contrary to that, I am bringing a very sad and stressful show to the space as my yes. happy thing. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: it says a lot about you and what you consider <laughs> happy.
1: But I love it so much. So here's the thing. I heard about the show about a month ago, I think is when I started watching it. Yeah. When it was brought to my attention that this was a show on Apple TV called Severance, and it was from the dark twisted mind of ben stiller i was like what are you talking about like that doesn't make any sense like my boy blue steel ben stiller and then i watched the first episode and i had a mini crisis because what i realized is that ben stiller and i have the same exact mind Mm. of things that really kind of fuck us up yeah have been trying to figure out how to get the most out of my apple tv subscription now that ted lasso Mm -hmm. is like not here and there's been some severance is hard to explain yeah Uh, the best way that i can try to explain it is like what if the work that you did at your job was so fucked up that instead of just having like an nda your job really kind of like gave you dissociative personality disorder like you had a work (laughs) persona and an outside of work persona and those two did not remember each other yes there's like four episodes now and it's so stressful and so sad to watch but it's incredibly compelling each episode is like not going where i thought it was like i thought i Mm -hmm. had it figured out and i didn't which i love and I'm right. just like, ah.
0: <laughs> It's, like, such a smart... Because there's so many shows about, like, you know, capital C, capitalism, right? And, like, right, Big right. Bad and, like, how technology is changing things and stuff. Uh, very Black Mirror-esque, right? Yes. But I think, like, this is the first one <clears throat> since that sort of boom or whatever that feels actually like we're having reasonable conversations about like expectations of work and labor and mm-hmm. you know obedience to your job and loyalty to your job and like how that can also be a thing of uh, a poor way of addressing trauma by just unplugging for eight hours every day in a different vehicle or doing work for a large thing that you have no idea what it even is or what it's doing
1: right and I think that's the thing that I I love this show I love it yeah. so much and I One of the things that it immediately reminded me of when I started watching it was Devs. Mm, Yeah. Because I I loved that show. I loved it so much. And I had worked for the company it was referencing. Um, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) And I was still in it. And then it didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Which bummed me out. And I'm, I'm hoping and praying that like Severance sticks the landing here. But I think what's so interesting to me about Severance too is like Ben Stiller seems like very intentionally got a lot of like comedy actors for this. Yeah. And so to see someone specifically like Adam Scott, like play just someone who is so like broken Mm -hmm. is incredibly interesting. And then like, of course, like Patricia Arquette, right? Um, Right. The last thing I saw was in the act. So I'm like very scared of her now. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But there's, there's some moments in this where it's like genuinely funny, which is incredibly jarring because of how, of everything that's in this show. So I would definitely give it a shot um, just because I I find the concept of it incredibly compelling. Um, Yes. The idea of like, it takes this idea of work-life balance and then just completely throws it on its head.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's it's very smart in how it does that.
1: Yeah, so good. I'm so excited to see where it keeps going too. We just have a little bit of current events this week. Yeah, a little platter. Just a a little bit. Um, All of which, unsurprisingly, is still focused on the Batman. Yes! Uh, Would you like to tell us about this first first piece?
0: Absolutely. I cannot stress enough that this is not an ad.
1: It is (laughs) not. No, we were not paid. We were not asked to do this. We were
0: not paid for this. But friend of the show, Super Yaki, is doing Robert Pattinson merch. I'm dying. It is a little out of time, though, because by the time you listen to this, it will not be available <laughs> anymore. Okay. But if you're a patron, maybe you can still get it. So <laughs>
1: for <our>
0: patrons, are <laughs> twisted and beautiful, delicious minds <laughs> have made Robert Pattinson themed shirts and shorts.
1: I love them so much.
0: But in the fucking of a
1: Romance spot, okay.
0: and it is the best thing I've ever seen in my fucking life.
1: When I saw this, and again, I cannot emphasize that we are not getting paid for this. Um, Not at all. (laughs) Which is why it's so fucking off the cuff. But like when I saw the font, the titular font, I almost passed out because I was like, this is is exactly it. This is this is Robert in a nutshell. Right. And then when I clicked in on the collection and I saw the shorts, I was like, well, okay, I'm going to need those actually. Yeah. (laughs) It just it just makes me giggle. Yeah, and I love it. I think personally, the only thing that would have made me laugh is just a little, just a little tiny pasta somewhere.
0: Just a little, ooh, just that'd be so l- good.
1: Just a little tiny, if it was on the shirt, just like inside near the armpit, just for just for shits and giggles.
0: Yeah, just a little fun, you know. <laughs> if we were designers at Super Yankee, that's what we would do.
1: <laughs> but I'm I'm so grateful because I. We, even though we have done an ad for them, I genuinely, I love Super Yaki. I love the stuff. Yeah, we stand. so to see this just made me very happy and I hope that they come out with more stuff that we can talk about on the show because I love it. Yeah. Other things that I love to see is (laughs) Wonderland Magazine.
0: God, do I ever love to see this.
1: I love talking about talented people and I also love to talk about beautiful people. yes. It is a pleasure when those are the same. Right. And this cover issue for Wonderland is truly, like I I wish that I could have it blown up and in my home.
0: Yeah, this photo, they've had a lot of great photo shoots, right? That we've talked yes. about pretty extensively. And they keep just raising the stakes. And I love it. This one is like, this is museum. Put it. It this is. is. This is horny bisexual rights for everyone
1: (laughs) and it's not even just like the way that they are posed together like right the angles the face Mm -hmm. but also the wonderland itself like the little bat in the corner yeah the little glitter the little like star sparkles it's just like
0: so cute
1: i would love i would love to have this in my home every photo that i've seen of them recently have been beautifully styled. Yeah. and has been wonderfully shot. But there's something about this one that even though it is like immensely posed, feels natural and that's awesome. yeah. that's an immense talent to have. Yeah.
0: It's really um, good.
1: And it's just it annoys me. Like fuck you. Two, honestly.
0: <laughs> it's honestly fucked up.
1: You two piss me off. Oh
0: god. How dare you?
1: Um we I don't know that we have talked about this, um, but there's we are going to be reviewing the Batman, um, yes, but when it comes out digitally.
0: Yeah, so you'll just have to wait a little bit, not so too long,
1: it, not too long. Um, yeah, and now that that was something that we had decided prior to the surge pricing occurring, which I'm honestly yes for. So right,
0: honestly, so, kind of worked out for us
1: because <laughs> I, in order for us to have it up for. What would be today's showing? We would have had to pay like an extra fifty dollars, and it's like for whom? For right, why? for whom?
0: For Matt Reeves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why would I do that? No, thank you. We had a very important piece of news that was sent to us by my mom, Kelly Beck. Yes. thank you.
0: Thank you, mom,
1: <laughs> who is doing doing the Lord's work of. Keeping up on Taylor Lautner's Instagram,
0: and like, thank God because we are not doing that. No, <laughs> I refuse. No. That's not my job. <laughs>
1: um, earlier this week, Taylor Lautner posted <laughs> for 1.5 million views, um, <laughs> and it was captioned, "Enjoy this before I take it down." Homeboy is not taking this down. Um, <laughs> it looks, <laughs> it looks like security footage um, of him and Taylor, his fiance. Mm. at home the other taylor (laughs) right taylor squared they're both there at home um and taylor grabs a dog toy and he's playing with his dog um and just so happens to accidentally swing the dog toy in a fucky direction and hits himself um you know in the narc.
0: just classic classic dude stuff you know love guys being dudes just guys being dudes
1: and he does, uh, just fucking drop to the ground like a <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, this is great. that's comedy
0: right there. Yeah.
1: It's good. It's good comedy. So thank you, Kelly, for sending that over. Um, I appreciate your journalism work for us.
0: Yes, absolutely. Much appreciated.
1: Thank you. Thank you for doing the hard investigative work that we yeah. so appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> when we last left off with Vampire Academy, we were in hardcore trial mode.
0: Yes. It was Court City, baby.
1: <laughs> we were we were in it. We had lots of testimonies. Um there I remember at the end there were hugs. There were okay. champagne poppers. Yes. Um, there were weirdly really also jalapeno poppers. Um right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, vampires famously love jalapeno poppers. Not a lot of people are saying this, but...
1: Yeah, they actually subsist off of blood and jalapeno poppers. Um, And then Lissa found out from the queen that she is going to go to college and then come here to the court for fancy government lessons like a nerd.
0: Right, yeah, like a loser. (laughs)
1: Like a a loser. Um, And then... Rose also went in to talk to Tatiana, the queen. And the end of the chapter was something like, the queen being like, Rose, you harlot. Stop (laughs) fucking my great nephew. You
0: better cut that shit out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then it was just a hard end to the chapter. Hard stop. Yeah, so that's what I remember. Where are we starting off at?
0: Chapter 15, we are immediately picking up from that very abrupt ending. (laughs) One could say, because right. Rose is obviously confused, right? She's sure. like, I thought we were having because you had such a good convo with Lisa. I thought maybe we would have some nice rapport. Maybe like I would be, you know, cool guarding here at the the royal court. Like I thought this would be kind of like a, a fun situation. I feel a little right. bit not in my element here. What did you say? Um, and yeah, I thought the queen is making just
1: arrangements or something,
0: right? I thought we'd be doing plans, and Queen is like, do you think I'm an Idiot. Like, do you think I don't <laughs> see what's going on between you two? Right. And Rose is like, I, th- I. There's nothing like hap happening. Like Adrian, right. yeah, he like hugged me while we were all hugging each other post this, and he is very flirty, you know. Right. But we're not like doing anything, and and yep. the queen is just like, excuse you, this is my nephew. How dare you? We can't have this royal blood be, you know, canoodling with some Ugh. lowly damp ear. You know, absolutely not. She even had the
1: audacity you? to be like, Rose, I know about you. Ugh,
0: your reputation. You know, you have all these you know, troubling things like drinking and relationships with men and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like and she was just like, oh, you know, I could very easily just like drop you off and send you to one of those "quote unquote" blood whore communes, eh. which like, s- ma'am, hello,
1: ma'am, please, ma'am.
0: First of all, she's a minor, <laughs> so
1: and also don't. she
0: got drunk one time, maybe two times, <laughs> right. once with Adrian, you know, and not and nothing has ever happened with like anyone. Rose consistently says that she's a virgin. It's not gonna, she's not gonna say it to her because she's like, that's not gonna help. That's not, I don't, whatever. Like, I'm not yeah, gonna put that, that in there. Yeah, she
1: has a tattoo that says, like, a virgin on her. So right, I don't understand. right. She's,
0: <laughs> she's like, I am a virgin who can't drive, you know? This is just my <laughs> brand. For okay. real. And she, like, threatens Rose of being like, you know, this, I could, like, make arrangements and, like, so you're not Lisa's guardian, essentially. Like if you right. keep fucking up, which is a huge deal, because so rude. obviously they're first of all incredibly rude. Second of all, they have a very special connection. They've been planning. Like they're gay. On, don't. They're yeah. For, <laughs> no, don't push them away. They're gay for each other. They love each other. <laughs>
1: they love each other. Um, they're bonded. Stop.
0: They're bonded, Miss Queen. Come on, and she's just doing all this shit about like, well, Lissa actually has a future, you know we can have her with someone much more suited and like not like you who's just like yeah
1: which like we find out next chapter is miss queen is being a fucking hypocrite yeah like turns out actually, actually she's like royals don't um like they she's like the royals like might fuck around with the Hampiers, but like they don't they don't keep them around, you know. Right. Like, that's not. They don't. They don't keep them around forever. And like we don't know. We don't know if Tatiana's like married or something. Mm-hmm. But like, we find out next chapter that like, girl.
0: <laughs> she's full of shit. Turns out <laughs> she's
1: full of shit. Yeah. God, she pisses me off. Yeah. Need... <sighs> this fucking queen. She annoys Ugh. me. Yeah. She also name drops uh, Rose's dad, which we didn't know her. Uh, his name. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: fucked up to be yeah, like hey like, let's not make this personal and like obviously a lot of like you know tensions there that you know haven't really been talked about okay
1: yeah Tatiana was like oh yeah and your fucking dad Ibrahim and she's like what <laughs> like, it, like excuse <laughs> right. also uh, I love her Roche for the kind of like what was that like a slant rhyme they just mm, sound nice right. together Janine and Ibrahim like can you imagine
0: that like wedding a, announcement? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they <laughs> announced to you. <laughs> I will say, That's too, nice. there is a lot of uh, shit talking of Christian, too, in here.
1: For real. Which, She's like, so rude, mean.
0: first of all. She's, like, very... You know, and we've known this, like her whole conversation with Lissa earlier of like this claims seems to be very set in their ways and like upholding this very archaic structure of of royalty Classes and you know, blood and bloodlines and whatever, like a bunch of fucked up shit, right? And her whole thing is like, Well, you gotta stop fucking around with Adrian because Adrian should be with Lissa. That's a good partnership. Like Gross. that would be good for maintaining both of their bloodlines and their royal status and whatever like and then she'll be here here in the royal court and we'll have time to like facilitate something like that whatever and right. rose is like well whoa, 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 wait a minute she's like with christian right, right. now so like they're that's
1: like not each other so they're like doing?
0: they're they're macking all the time always everyone right. can't stop talking about how they're always just kissing each other
1: yeah
0: and she's just like no well that's not really gonna work that never is gonna work because he there's a you know the there's a curse on his name and everyone judges them and lissa's gonna get the same speculation and it will be terrible when she's actually working in like royal politics and have to like have all these questions and like whatever speak about herself and justify herself and all that shit which like okay weird
1: Especially because, like, so it, it mainly, the way that she's describing it is the, there's obviously judgment about the, the fact that his family went Stregoy. Right. And then also, it seems like there's a judgment about, like, her family is, like, quote, more royal than his family or whatever. Right, they have
0: these, like, little um, uh, hierarchies, I guess, within the royal yeah. family, which we know about, but, like, because of that as well and Christian's whole thing, like, they are considered a lower class of royal, I guess. Like, there's a different hierarchy of, you know, the the Dragomirs and, you know, the Ish- Iveshkovs and all these other people that are like, these are royal royals, okay? We're the right. royals. So if we want to keep this going, you can't just muck it up with Christian and yeah. ruin that Dragomir bloodline when there's only one left. Like, it's fucked up, you know? It
1: is. And especially since we know that the um i well i'm pretty sure that the actor playing christian in the tv show is asian um yeah i think that they're going to be like more overt with um the way that this discrimination has like right. racist tones to it yeah which i right. hope like because it's it's very obvious well, I mean, like, it's pretty obvious that this discrimination isn't just, uh, like a hierarchy within here. Like, there's there's more to it. There are other and layers. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I hope that they, in the TV show, kind of highlight that as well. Cause she even says, like, at one point, she was like, he is not like us. And it's like, right. Say what you mean. Say what you like, mean.
0: Like, yeah. Be, yeah. Be honest. Don't be shy. <laughs> you can just say it with your full yeah. chest.
1: <laughs> but it's very obvious. Like, what I got from this anyways is that the queen is like, you need to back off because I have plant. like, I'm trying to, like, move my chess pieces right now. Um, yeah. And Rose is not, is not part of those chess pieces. Like, none of the current plans are going to work with that. Yeah. And she's very, the queen is very comfortable just kind of, like, leaving Rose out in the dust right to make those happen
0: which like boo, boo. <laughs> don't love that no. big boo <laughs> yeah
1: um, it's not good especially because she's the queen was like okay so i said my piece bye i'm just gonna walk All right, get out, the fuck walk out
0: you.
1: yeah <laughs> right it's like i'm leaving uh, Fuck.
0: like okay damn jeez. rose didn't get to like sit down or nothing <laughs> just no like, she's been getting verbally assaulted <laughs> <time>. <laughs> fucked up God. So Rose, like, gets out of there and is like, yeah, I could. I could do some gossip (laughs) and say all the whack shit that I just heard. But I'm just going to, like, sit on this and just maybe process it. Which is, like, the first time we've really had Rose maybe process anything um, as this immediately of being like, let's just think on it, you know? Let's just not go straight into talking shit and fueling the fire, whatever. Which, growth, maybe, perhaps, a little bit. But also
1: it means that Rose doesn't get a chance to, like, verbally process with anyone. Right, but also she doesn't
0: get actually processor. an outlet to to talk to anyone about the actual pain that she's feeling because right. she does immediately deflect it too when Lissa's like, Hey girl, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> how was the queen? How did you hang out? Like, what was it? Was it as good as my meeting? And then she was like, uh yeah, for sure. Totally. Lisa was just talking about how great and cool my strogoid kills were, um, and how sick that was. So nothing else to talk about. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's go explore. Let's go explore the Royal Court. You know, we have a few hours before our plane. Let's just vibe. Let's get a little little tour perhaps.
1: I will say lissa had very cute intentions with this though. Um yes. seeing as their plane was delayed for a little bit and lissa was like, "You know what? You've been working really hard." Yeah. So, <laughs> let's just let's just take care of you. Let's just treat ourselves.
0: Yeah, let's just have like a fun little moment together, just gals,
1: you know. Yeah. Because it was very clear, Rose started to pick up that Lisa was hiding something from her. Yeah. And she couldn't figure out what, because Lisa was like, Mm-mm, "I'm not gonna think about it." <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> and it seemed like initially that what Lisa was hiding was this like spa day that they were gonna have. Right. And which cute love that. <laughs>
0: yeah. she's like let's, let's do girl stuff let's have a cute little spa day you deserve it you work so hard hell yeah <laughs> go off I love queen
1: that. Um, especially because Lissa was like so you've been working really hard um, you just had your head down got all the stuff I, I got us massages and <laughs> bless Rose Rose is like, so
0: cute in this moment
1: I love her so much for being like no actually no massage right right <laughs> I would just like kinda... a manicure
0: yeah like this whole time Liz, Liz is going on, this whole tired of being like this is like the best massages ever we're gonna feel like so good your button <laughs> muscles are gonna be like so untense and free and then the middle of that uh she's like beaming and stuff and it just <laughs> Rose is just like nails she's like what <laughs> <laughs> like, I want I want my nails done. Can we do nails? And this is like, oh, I got this like a hour massage, but we can shuffle things around, I guess. It's fine. Um, and it's so cute because she's like, this whole, we also like harken back on that whole makeup conversation we had in the last few chapters of her being like, yeah, I never really get to like get glammed up or dressed up or anything. And like, these nails will be useless in days, but like, right. it would be nice to just have like a little thing right now
1: Aww.
0: to just like, have it there and like feel a little glamorous and it's like
1: it's so cute um yeah and there's so much about this too where Alyssa isn't kind of starting to understand Rose for the not really the first time but like what she's been going through um and it's cute because Rose is able to see herself through Alyssa's eyes and is like damn like she thinks I'm like really pretty and right. which like, mm, mm. Um, but it was more of a, like an admiration. Um, and it, it was just a very cute moment for them, especially, I love that Rose picked out just like the gaudiest right, just gold glittery. color <laughs> knowing that like the 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 color didn't matter. Like she knew that it wasn't gonna last long anyways. But it was right. more that, like, she got to spend time taking care of herself. And that was the part that mattered. Right. Yeah. It's very <laughs> sweet. Mm. I love it. It was so cute.
0: Yeah. So the nails are done. They're looking glamorous. They still have a little bit of time for this massage. It's not a full body massage. They're like, let's just do a, fo- a quick little foot massage.
1: Yeah. Fuck it.
0: Just so, like, we'll get it. little ropes, you know? We'll just, like, sit down, relax, feel a little little... Like pampered, taken care of, right? Right. But it turns out Lissa has, has has brought a friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or Lisa knows would... of a friend. I bless Lissa for her intentions here. Yeah. Um, but brought someone with the same name as Rose. Right, Ambrose. <laughs> Come on, Ambrose. Okay. Bro, Bros. The bro
0: version of Rose. Yeah, bro. Rose. Literally.
1: Um, Lisa, on the other hand, has a has a woman doing her foot massage here, and yeah, Rose is literally like so enamored with her nails that she hasn't even noticed who is doing her foot massage. Right. He finally looks down, and is like, "Oh God!" Like there's this beautiful man,
0: this hunky man with curly <laughs> black hair and muscles. Everywhere is Ferrero Rocher's
1: <laughs> verbiage here.
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> and she thought that, like, initially he was human.
0: Right. Because he had, like, bite marks on his neck and was like, oh, he's a feeder. Like, he's just a human feeder right? that works here or, like, has some connection here. And is also just a very good masseuse. <laughs> right.
1: right. His, his role is to be pretty and... And to massage, and then also to feed. Right. And so, like, he starts
0: trying to strike up some flirty conversation. In the middle of this, though, Lissa is uh, putting thoughts into (laughs) Rose's head. Not being (laughs) Being helpful. Yeah, not being helpful. um, And being like, he's very cute. Um, Also, he is Tatiana's personal masseuse.
1: Personal. So...
0: When I say personal, wink, 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 there are things going on here. And which this is this interaction is very funny because Rose literally can't do shit <laughs> here. Yeah. She's literally just getting her foot massaged and she's also being very very self conscious about her feet because she's like walking around all the time, you know. It's just right. like she's down bad. She's like, I'm very self conscious. This very attractive dude is just like touching my feet. Don't like that.
1: And like checking Meanwhile, out her calves.
0: Checking out my calves, making very flirtatious commentary. Also, Lissa is just like mind-melting into me of thoughts <laughs> and gossip. And I can't do that back because this is a one-way situation this is of the how opposite this bond works. Thing. So I'm just like, she's just like sitting there being like, I don't know what. I'm just, there's too much information overload. I don't know what the fuck is happening right now.
1: Right. And Lissa is not aware that the conversation that I just came out of with the queen was like, stop fucking my family. right
0: so there's a lot of things going on here
1: so she gets wind of the fact that like I'm that her personal masseuse is touching me then like what is gonna happen
0: (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then Rose realizes because she's kind of being more curt in these conversations with Ambrose like not really playing into the flirting aspect of it well this is like come on just like give a little come on try he's so cute whatever
1: see what happens
0: right see what happens um And notices, like, the way that he's talking about, like, fighting and training and stuff that, like, would make her, like, you know, calves and body, like, be taken care of or whatever um, is, like, pretty uh, textbook kind of words, like, pretty intense, like, you would know this if you were maybe training to be a guardian, right? And then she realizes, oh, you're not... Human or uh, like a, a, a blood you know. I mean, you always start with a blood person, but like you're not human, you are a hamper. Yeah.
1: yeah, like you aren't, you're not just a feeder.
0: Bro. Right. Bro. You're, <laughs> <laughs> bros,
1: you're, uh, you're a hamper, which is awkward. Yeah.
0: Right. right. Yeah.
1: Because I think she did not realize that men hamperes. Uh, we're, like, feeder. Like, that's not really a thing.
0: Right, yeah. And also she's, like, in this next chapter, chapter 16, she's, like, yeah, well, most of us, like, become guardians. And, like, especially the men do. So I kind of just assumed, like, you wouldn't be like this, you know, in this situation.
1: Right, of course. That's not Um,
0: usually how it goes.
1: And I thought that it was interesting, too, that, like, it – the way that Frere Rocher is writing him reminds me a lot of... Um, God, I always forget his name. Hold on just one moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is so annoying. <laughs> um, I He's the love of my life, but I always forget him. Oh, Finnick. <laughs> um, oh, Finnick O'Dare, yes. <laughs> yeah, because the way that she describes him of like... Well, like I didn't want to like run off and bail on guardian training, but like I didn't want to fight Stragoy, so I did this. Like Right.
0: This was just um, my choice, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, and like I you know, now I work with the Royals and like I get secrets and I was like, Oh, that's your fin your finick is Right. Uh, literally got it. <laughs> got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. You're beautiful, okay. <laughs> like yeah. you're charming. Little, okay. little
0: pool boy. Yeah, okay. Right. okay. See. I see. All you. right. I'm
1: But Rose is like, I don't – you don't want to – I don't understand. Why would you not do that? I don't get it. Right.
0: Like, is this a better life? And he's like, yeah, it actually seems pretty sick. Like, you know, I'm getting to massage some beautiful women, asleep in a sick bed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have to, like, live that terrible guardian life. I'm I'm chilling, you know?
1: Yeah. And, like, one of the things I thought was interesting, too, is he mentions that the people – who he faces the most discrimination against aren't actually the Maroi. it's the other Hampiers.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a lot of infighting, a lot of judgy shit, which is kind of what Rose is doing. At her. <laughs> yeah, it's like unlike like some people here, right. and also he does have a little moment where he's like, "Yeah, and like you know, the bites and stuff are aren't that bad. They're actually pretty neat." And Rose just has to be like, "I have uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Yeah, uh, let's not talk about that. Anyway, that's never uh, happened to me. Um. Anyway, next question." <laughs> I'm definitely not turned on by it all the time. Next.
1: <laughs> right. Anyways. Uh,
0: mm. <laughs> and then <sighs> Ambrose is like, hey, while we're here, <laughs> you want to meet my, my psychic friend?
1: <laughs> Ambrose is literally me. Um,
0: Ambrose is just working the room here. I appreciate it. I love it. And the rest this,
1: of this chapter, folks, caught me so fucking off guard. Um, yeah.
0: We're getting into tarot shit right now. I Get was, ready. <laughs>
1: I my worlds started blending in ways that I did not expect um, right when we go to this psychic named Eve
0: Eve uh, everyone's oh, like don't no, do it um, she's wild
1: I think Eve oh, is or, the other manicurist and yes Eve was like please don't do th- please please don't. don't please don't please the princess don't to the psychic
0: <laughs> meanwhile they're still like they have like a flight to catch at some point so yep, that's just still in the back do. of everyone's mind while this is happening it's and also we we find out, too, that, like, in addition to things like ghosts, psychics are not as widely believed outside of, like, the spirit sort of connotation, which is still, like, a underground, not as really invested in a trait or whatever, power. Um, so there's, like, a similar kind of vibe of, like, do we believe in this, yeah. you know, quote-unquote mumbo-jumbo from the vampire's perspective, like which is an interesting thing. Like where the lines are drawing in these sands for the vampires is interesting.
1: (laughs) And I think that's why Lissa wanted to go is like they had very previously and we didn't know this, but they had previously learned that uh, these ideas of fantasy, like psychics and fortune tellers were thought to be professions for spirit users. And so they were like, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's Let's do it. Let's figure it out. Yeah. So they were like, fuck this massage.
0: Fuck Love this massage. Show. I'm out. <laughs> Let's get our little robes. <laughs> just walk over yeah. to <laughs> Um,
1: And they meet Rhonda.
0: Rhonda. The psychic. Yes. Who is Ambrose's
1: aunt. Yes.
0: Which is very which cute.
1: Rose also thinks is very weird because apparently uh, hampirs don't usually like know a lot of their family.
0: Right. Especially um, like their extended like Maroy ish family or like royalish yeah. kind of family like there's not as the same connection i guess
1: yeah um it is worth noting that Rhonda is romani yes um and Rose is not um is very blunt in asking yeah. that mhm <laughs> um right. so she's like well i'm i'm Romani and i'm also Maroy. so let's just right. uh let's just do let's this get to tip. it yeah <laughs>
0: please don't you Thanks. slurs at me thank you <laughs> please,
1: yeah please don't please don't call me a slur thank you rose anyways this cody I, yeah how
0: do you feel about this this reading allie i
1: don't i i don't i can't tell based on what I see here
0: in the cards So <laughs>
1: in the cards because so when Ambrose came in, he was like, so my aunt Rhonda, here's Princess Velissa, here is her guardian to be Rose. They need a fast fortune. Yes. Which is not when you are asking the cards, that's not are you asking about their future in general?
0: Right. Um, Got to be specific that's here. That's pretty
1: fucking broad, especially if you were doing a three card spread cuz usually that's like past, present, future. What do you what do you that's just all the that's just future in general? Okay, sure. Right. Um when I look at these and the way that Frero Roche has written about them, I don't think that Frero Roche uh, practices tarot. Yeah. <laughs> uh these feel like very cursory uh readings <laughs> um, yeah it, they feel very like like someone just googled what the, yeah. the definitions of these mean because when you put them all together that's not that is not how I would interpret them yeah um it feels like oh here's what I want to happen to Lisa later on in this book let me just find cards that
0: what we'll will match.
1: work for like, that yeah <laughs> right um so I was like mm, You're pulling me out of the story here, for everyone. Especially because it's like, so the moon is secrets. Mm -hmm. The empress is like, okay, Lissa, got it. She's gonna be stepping up, leading this revolution. Got it. Great. Good. Right. But the Ace of Cups, which is the first one that Rhonda touches, even though it's supposedly the last one in this spread, is like a new beginning. Which sure. But sure. is supposed to be in like an offer. Specifically, it's usually mm. like an offer of love. Okay. And so when she's talking about like a rebirth, where are you getting that, homie? Where's that?
0: Brian? Right. Hey. <laughs> um, um. Excuse me.
1: Because <laughs> um, usually like Ace is a, it's a one. So that's like, it's new. Sure. But like, usually that's some sort of offer. And so especially when, with what Roche has just said, I'm yeah. thinking like, is do you want like that would be like Christian saying like let's get married or Adrian being like fuck your boyfriend right Right? (laughs)
0: right yeah that that seems like a more literal like interpretation of
1: that right and so when she's when Rhonda's like you're on the verge of a new beginning it's like yeah homie she's gonna be graduating from this academy pretty soon You could know that just based on what, like the general context that you know about Lissa, in general. But okay.
0: I think that's so Um. funny too in comparison to Rose's reading. Yes,
1: (laughs) literally.
0: Immediately after, Rose is like, oh man, I'm going to get a raw deal (laughs) after that. Like, I don't feel very good about these. Um, Famously... I, I don't know much about tarot, but I do love the meme of the uh, nine of swords card. I think that's yes. the funniest fucking card ever of just like crying in front of a huge wall of swords. <laughs> which
1: is a, it's a mood. And it, it's and a it mood fits for her, sure. It fits her very well.
0: It fits. She gets a lot of swords. She also gets an ace of swords and then she gets. Um, uh,
1: the sun reversed.
0: The sun reversed, yes. Yeah. Um, which she also is like, shouldn't that, isn't that the wrong way? And she's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> this is all intentional excuse and all that she <laughs> tells her after all of that after pulling all these things is you'll destroy that of which is undead
1: which rose yeah, is like homie. yeah
0: yeah that's kind of my whole thing can you give and me a rose little just bit
1: told you that she is a guardian to be
0: right and literally got like a whole whole many paragraphs of preamble about what these means and you just give me a sentence that's already what i'm my life is seems a little bit rude
1: and it's like, if Rhonda, it's like, Rhonda, babe, I believe in you. Yeah. Um, I, I believe trust. in your powers, girl. <laughs> I believe in you. I also do this. Um, now, if she had said, you will destroy that which is dead, I think Rose would have pissed her pants.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Because, because the Nine of Swords right now for Rose, very accurate. Right? Right. That makes sense. The Ace of Swords also, that's bass rose in a fucking nutshell right um and like well i would say more for her is like very like knight of swords like i'm a fucking russian um, sure right <laughs> and and the sun reverse right now makes sense but it's like if she had said you will destroy that which is dead i think would have given away too much of the plot for forever yeah. to be honest
0: but it's my like, thinking into the, going into uh, this is that it was going to be more of a conversation about the whole Mason situation right mm-hmm. like that seemed that's more... what i thought too of if, we're, if this is the one time where she could talk to someone and not feel like Rachel she's Rowley. losing it, yes. you yes. know, the only person that would, like, understand that or, like, have any sort of guidance, you know, and won't yes. immediately shut her down. And the fact that, like, the cards or whatever and the way that she uh, communicated that was just like, yeah, you're going to do Guardian stuff. And she's just like, I have so many other questions that you could have, like... <laughs> That could have given me insight or something that I'm too afraid to ask. And maybe this would have been a, a, a way to like bridge the gap a little bit.
1: I agree. I think that I feel like that's kind of uh, what I get from this is that Fro Rochet doesn't know anything about Tarot. And I think that was her attempt with doing the sun in reverse. But I mm. think if she had done the hanged man there that would have been a lot more applicable to what rose is going through right now of like i right. am trying to understand i'm trying to like get into solace and understand what the fuck is going on right now but i'm not able to communicate that to anyone but i don't know that she understands tarot right um yeah. so of course rose is like fuck this i don't believe yeah any of this. Um, <laughs> this is dumb <laughs> like you it. just told me literally what my job is so great what right. I found incredibly interesting about this is that Ferrero Rocher decided to have Dimitri be like, hey, so flight. Which yeah, was, we gotta course. go. <laughs> right. We gotta go. But then he stays mm-hmm. and gets a fortune. Hello? This is so wild and uncharacteristic for what Rose thinks Dimitri's personality is.
0: Right, like very sad in his way, very staunch, loves the Westerns, you know? like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this homie gets the knight of wands the wheel of fortune and the five of cups oh my god okay (laughs) so very interesting um i would not have personally would not say that dimitri is a knight but that's fine the five of cups though love this love this (laughs) for him she says to Dimitri, who's taking this very seriously, love this for him. Thank you for respecting her craft. Yeah, absolutely. Even though it seems like she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, is you will lose what you value most, so treasure it while you can. And then she looks at the wheel of fortune, naturally, and is like the wheel is turning, always turning. What the fuck is Dimitri gonna die? <laughs> like,
0: I'm scared.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm I'm scared, especially because like that's n- it's an interesting interpretation for those cards. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Five of Cups is, like, feeling like loss over spilled milk, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like, what are you saying? Why are right, you Hello? So, why would you use this for a Roche as a plot device, but then, like, give nothing? Right. <laughs> Come on, girl, give like, us nothing. <laughs> like, literally, like, is it because she cannot get through like can she not read spirit users can she not read like shadow kissed user like what is right and i felt really bad at the end too when lissa was like so thank you um by the way what element are you socialized in Mm. and she was like "Mm -hmm. air why (laughs) and she's like damn it (laughs) so this was a complete waste of time
0: for everyone
1: (laughs) for everyone involved and so now, like, Rose doesn't believe in it. Dimitri <laughs> um, doesn't feel great. Right. Um, even though, like, the Wheel, of, the Wheel of Fortune is fine. I mean, it just means that, like, shit's going to happen the way it's going to happen, and that's fine. Right. Um, it's more so, like, the Five of Cups just saying, like, stop being sad, you little sad bitch. <laughs> you <laughs> sad uh, boy. <laughs> it's just the way that she, the way that Ronna interpreted those, it's like, what, madam What's going on? What did you ask, Spirit, that you're like getting these answers? I just have questions about Pharaoh and what she googled.
0: Pharaoh, <laughs> please. That, tell me what.
1: Tell me what you were trying to communicate here. But anyways, um, I felt personally attacked by these. But next week we have chapters 17 and 18. Hell yeah. And hopefully they are getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, for too. real.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: It's been a weird. It's been a weird time here. It's not what they expected. Um, no. <laughs> we have some great patience to thank. Would you like to start us off?
0: Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black.
1: Yay, Katie! Thank you. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, thank bow, you bow. to
0: Alex Dornan.
1: Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg.
0: Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow. Thank you to Mickey Meyer.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Thank you to Mulch Gray.
1: Ooh, Mulch. Thank you to our unofficial intern, Taylor. Brown uh, Town,
0: uh. Mautner. Yeah. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Thank you to Megan Pattinson.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. O'Shea.
0: Thank you to Aaron Weber.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Clara Belikoff. Pew, 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 pew. pew, 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 pew.
0: Thank you to Katya Karp.
1: Ooh. Uh, thank you to Hannah Dragomir.
0: Ooh, ooh. Thank you to Hope Castile.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Bam bam
0: bam.
1: Bam bam bam.
0: Thank you to Abby Ivershkov. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Bam bam bam. Bam bam bam.
0: Thank you to Samara Rinaldi.
1: Ooh. Thank you to my mom. <gasps> Your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. <gasps>
0: thank you to Sophia Salinger.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. <laughs>
0: thank you to Catherine Hathaway.
1: Ooh. Thank you to Dan Zecklos. <laughs>
0: and last but not least, thank you to Maria Swan.
1: Ooh. Ooh. So I found a fan fiction. Ooh. It is titled The Diadem. And it was written by Avalon Huntress, which I hope is this person's real name.
0: Yes, same. (laughs)
1: Um, The summary is Rose is a royal Moroi princess, last of her line after a Strugoi massacre, an heiress to the Moroi throne when russian god Dmitry belikov becomes her guardian they realize that they share a powerful magic bond that puts their lives in danger but strigoi are the least of their worries when they must fight through politics revolutions betrayals and war for love hell yeah hell yeah um (laughs) this is from chapter two and (laughs) um it's just a short little bit and i think you will understand why i'm reading just this part (laughs) okay um dimitri was sent to the ancient supreme court of florence at 21 where he spent three whole years becoming part of the offensive hampir group called the hunters he earned 14 more zvedsta marks putting his total at surviving 20 attacks with uncountable kills the most Zvezda Marks ever earned by a hampier, even surpassing Schodenberg's 16. At the end of his three years at Florence, on his 24th birthday, Dimitri returned home to Elena for the first time in four years, returning with 10 monja marks and 20 Zvezda Marks. His neck hmm. was more covered than guardians three times his age. That was a month and a half ago, and she could tell that her son was growing restless you worry too much daughter he will find the path to his salvation today at the door yevda said enigmatically before walking back upstairs with her cup of tea chuckling as she went some things never change mama is one of them i wonder if she'll be right this time as if on cue there was a sudden knock on the door startled elena left the window and ran towards the door talking rapidly to the delivery man After two minutes, she glanced down at the royal envelope in her hands. She sighed. Your mama is always right, Elena. You should know by now, she thought to herself reproachfully as she walked to the door to the backyard. Dimitri, (laughs) a package for you from the court of Pennsylvania, Elena said in Russian as she opened the house's back door. End scene. Okay. The idea of the court of Pennsylvania just, uh, that is very really funny. really just um, makes me giggle. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a great concept. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, you know, just so royal, so fancy. But it seems like a very interesting twist on, you know, the old classics. So there's yeah, a lot of we'd words love to see there it. if y'all would like to like to read more.
0: Hell yeah. Um,
1: well, folks, we've given you so many TV recommendations. I would love to know if they are, if y'all are watching them.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, please. Um,
1: I know. Um, but until next week, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit. And get whipped cream Ooh. for our chefs.
0: Ooh.
1: Okay. Ooh. <laughs>